You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. Oh, it's the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast with Nick and Amy. Today's episode is all about foreplay. Welcome to the podcast, 133, with, with Nick and Amy, I already said that, and I'm going to turn it over to Amy, this is her podcast, she is in charge, I'm going to take a nap, and uh, wait me when you're what? done. What? Well, you got stuff to talk about. Oh, okay, alright. This is an important one. I told Nick to start out, he's like, how should I start out today? I'm like, get their attention. Get their attention. <laughs> I don't know if I got anyone's uh, attention. you might have like, lost someone. Sounded like he was sick or <clears throat> something was wrong with him or I don't, I don't know, something was going on. Today is all about foreplay. Play. Keyword. Play. It's fun. Foreplay's fun. It's supposed to be fun. We have lost the meaning of foreplay. That is for sure. Right? Yeah. We have a ton of new people listening to the podcast. We recognize we did a foreplay episode quite a long time ago, but because of all the new listeners we have, we're doing another one. This one's and, different. And this one is different, and we feel that it's so important. As we we get feedback on videos when we're talking about sex and different things like that, and we get a lot of like women... and. I, how do I be? Uh, how do I be nice? Um, a lot of women that don't like men, so to speak, <laughs> uh, they always fire back and say, "If you're if you're telling spouses to have sex and and uh, they're not immediately in the mood or they're not in the mood, then that's coercion or even worse." Some of the things that they oh say. Oh my gosh, the crap that comes out of their mouth are like, "Are you serious right now? That's... Do you even know what foreplay?" Is. Do you so, even know? So as a society, <laughs> we've pretty much gone away from foreplay. Like, if you're not already in the mood as a woman, you shouldn't be you having should. sex. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a great way to help marriages, uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> ridi- ridiculous. I mean, that's the whole purpose of foreplay is to get in the mood. So if you're, if you're literally just waiting for both of you to be in the mood, you're going to be waiting years. No, your entire life. I mean, it may never happen. So, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous what um, is kind of being taught or what's kind of being said or stated that there really isn't anything such such thing as foreplay. You either have to be in the mood or it's a, it's a big fat no. Which so. is such a lie. Such a lie. So we're here to bust the lies. That's right. The truth is, is that... Even though the world is telling us the diff- opposite, marriage is awesome and foreplay is very awesome, right? It's amazing. I, I Who per- doesn't want to go in the bedroom and play? I personally feel like a lot of times that's the most enjoyable part. Like, for me, there's nothing I love more than, like, giving Amy an oil massage for a half an hour and just rubbing my hands all over her, like, 
Man, that's amazing. Okay, what wife would not want that? I'm sorry. If you're stressed out, tired from the kids, touched out, whatever excuse you've got, tell me that you don't go pay $100 to go get a full body massage, right? Why would you not? Why would you not want a massage with a happy ending? From your husband, who yeah. you love, and he's going to make you feel good for a you're while. Not, you're not paying for it. It's free, and it's with someone you love. Who doesn't want that? I don't know. I don't know. You already jumped know. to our number one, so thanks for. Oh, I did. I got ahead. I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> I kind of have a tendency to do that. <laughs> Anyways, our point is is that if you want a healthy and happy marriage, foreplay is very, very important. We all know that, and it all starts in your mind for women, right? You have to. First, be acceptable to the fact that you need to get your body in the mood to make love most of the time. Instead of just thinking or saying, well, I'm not in the mood, therefore, out of, out. The, out of the question. If you have the mindset like, yeah, I'm not in the mood, but I know what gets me in the mood. So let's get me in the mood. So me and Nick are going to be 100% open and honest in this podcast. Uh-oh. Is it, do we have to rate this, uh, give this like a, an R rating, or is it still like... It's like G. G. Oh, okay, okay. It's I didn't G. know where you were going. Like 100%. We're just talking about foreplay. Oh, that's true, that's it's true. Just yeah, foreplay. yeah, okay. All right, so you're, I guess, yeah, you're It's okay. just foreplay. So what I was going to say is that when it comes to being in the mood... Amy's I never in the mood. I'm a zero. Yeah. I'm a zero. But I'm never just, oh, I'm in the mood. Let's go make love tonight. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But we do, we do make love often. Very often because of the magical thing called foreplay. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, you know what? This is important for our marriage. This is important to Nick because this is how he feels love, expresses love, shows love. But I think even more importantly is you know that 100% surety that even though you're not in the mood, you can get in the mood. I do. And we're going to go over some of those ways for that to work for people that are like, I can't even get in the mood with foreplay. It took, I, I mean, if you're not in the right mindset, I get that. Like there's some days where like, it's just not today and that's fine. That's fine. I'm talking about the days where you, you're like, you know what? I'm going to start my day knowing that tonight we're going to be intimate. I'm going to work up to that. I'm going to make sure that I'm not too stressed or tired. All those things. Can I, can I hit on the mindset? Because I think that's yes, important. mindset is massive, and that's why we're going to talk about that. Yeah. So, and we've talked about this in other episodes, but I, I don't think we can overstate the importance of mindset. Like, if, you're, if you have a negative attitude towards sex... You're never going to want it. You're never going to be in the mood. Never. You're always going to look at it as a negative thing. Every every time the word sex comes up, it's going to be negative, negative, negative. For sure. However, if you change your mindset and start looking at it as a positive thing, yeah, maybe there's certain aspects you don't like or maybe isn't your favorite or whatever. But if you look at it as a way like, hey, overall picture, my marriage is important. It's important for me to connect with my spouse. It's important for me to... Uh, show my spouse I love them. And again, we're talking for both men and women because there's mm-hmm. quite a quite a bit of women who yeah. have contacted us that say, I just I just wish my husband would have the you know Absolutely. have the desire to be intimate mm-hmm. with me. So 
as we're talking about this, we're talking about both spouses. But we've also heard stories of women that absolutely don't want anything to do with sex. They, it, they avoided it like it was the plague at all costs. And literally by changing their mindset, now they're the higher drive spouse. They want it a lot more often than the other spouse. And, and all that's happened is changing their mindset and figuring out, you know, how to be, how to look at it as a positive thing and a way to connect and a way to bring your marriage closer together and how to enjoy it. Like if you literally, you literally can learn how to do things just like riding a bike or anything else. You, you can learn to enjoy making love. You got to just kind of find out what works for you and what works for your marriage, what things you like, what things you don't like. And that's going to be different for everyone. Wow. That was so beautiful. Oh, man. I, I think I just covered a lot of stuff. And... No, that was so good coming from a guy. Um, I like that you hit on both spouses. I was literally thinking that right when you said that, that the, so many women get denied by their husbands. So remember, if we say husband or wife, just know we'll, 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 have to, we'll try both. to be careful. We'll, we'll try to be careful with that. But it really is so important to not put up this wall that you're not willing to make love like it really starts in your brain so changing and just flipping that to this is amazing for our marriage this is connecting I mean there are nights where I'm just not in the mood and I have never on one of those nights made love and been like I wish I didn't do that yeah <laughs> it's always awesome right I if it's really love Loving, connecting, sexual intimacy, which is what we're talking about. It's always awesome. And believe it or not, I'm the same as you there. I've never made love and then regretted it afterwards with you. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> oh, I, just, oh, I just wanted to let you know. I drive spouse, yeah. That was probably. the case. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as we're talking about, like, are we missing the point of what foreplay is? It's just important to remember that... Foreplay and, and sexual intimacy, it cures headaches. It cures pain. It can cure, not, not cure, but it takes it away. Like it, it helps with stress. It helps with disconnection in your marriage. Like all those things, it helps with. And so if we change our mindset to like, I have a headache right now, think, oh my gosh, maybe foreplay and making love to my husband or my wife tonight is going to help with that. I think that's important. I want, and I want to go back to a poll that we did where we asked the question, and I'm paraphrasing, but we basically asked the question, uh, does your happiness, uh, does, does sex play a role in your happiness in your marriage? And both men and women responded, and I think it was like 91, 92% that it said yes. It was equal male, that, female. That you too. have to have sexual intimacy in your marriage to have a happy marriage. And so whether, you know, there's a lot of people that just say, well, I, I don't need it. Therefore I'm going to just put up a wall and because I don't need it, I'm not going to allow it to happen in our relationship. And that's completely forgetting about the other spouse's needs. Mm -hmm. and, and the needs aren't, I hit, I, I say this all the time and I don't think a lot of women really understand that at least for a man, most men, Sex isn't just about sex. It really isn't. It, it's so much more than that. It's, it's about connecting. And most men are physical touch, so that is how they feel loved. Whether right or wrong, that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. And, and you're, not, you're not going to change, you know, 
biology. You're not going to change the way we're made. It's just that's the way it is. And I think we were made, men and women were made the way we are for a reason. Absolutely. Oh, keep going. It was good. Oh, I, that's all. That's all I got oh, for now. I loved it. Um, the next thing before we get into our foreplay tips, because I know that's why you're here. Foreplay starts in the morning. For real. Especially for most women. Most women. I think it's important for me, most men to know that your wife isn't going to want to make love to you if she's not already feeling connected to you. Um, wanting to make love to your spouse and wanting to change that mindset that it's positive, it's good, it's connecting, it's loving, it's uniting. You have to feel connected outside of the bedroom first. And so that's why they always say foreplay starts in the morning because it's the daily things that you do. It's how you treat your spouse. It's the little things. It's how you help your spouse. It's how you talk to your spouse. It's how you communicate with your spouse. You have to feel connected emotionally for most spouses or wives to want to be sexually intimate. It's a very emotional thing to be intimate with your spouse. Yeah, and I totally believe that. When when things start in the morning, you can almost feel like things building up throughout the day. And, and I understand that isn't always the case or things are going on in life where it can't be always the case. But a lot of times when foreplay does start in the morning, you can really feel that connection throughout the day and feel things kind of building up and, and just, you know, it's almost like you, you both are in sync and know that um, that connection's there. Well, but not even like, not even talking about like sexual foreplay, like emotional foreplay mm -hmm. needs to be all the time. Like that needs to not be that day. It needs to be a lifestyle. Yeah, for <laughs> right? sure. For sure. Like if you really want to be sexually intimate more and enjoy foreplay more in your marriage, having a respectful, loving, caring, unselfish lifestyle is what that really takes. Yeah. So anyways, so we're going to jump into our tips. It's going to be good. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah. You already said number one. Body massages. Oh, yeah. Body massages. That, that's one of our favorite things to do. Or, or Nick, for me. Nick is, I don't know how you could say for you because you're the is. one giving it usually. I love it. Like, I, there's nothing I enjoy more, honestly, than giving my wife a 30, 40 minute body massage with oil and just rubbing her back and her thighs and other places. Um, I can literally say that because he's so caring and loving and kind to do that for me, and that feels so amazing, it's such a calming, mind stress relieving. <laughs> It just puts me in another place. And there's some nights he's like, no strings attached. Like, I just want to give you a massage. And by the end of it, I'm like, that was so amazing. Whatever you want, just tell me what you want. <laughs> right? Like, it doesn't always have to be sexual, but usually ends up sexual because I'm like, that is really amazing that you would do that for me for 40 minutes. Well, like I said, for amazing me. amazing foreplay. Yeah, and for me, it's, I'm in the same way. Like, I absolutely love it. And... Men are usually physical touch. They like to touch visual. you. They, they're visual. They want to see your body. They want to touch your body. Works for everyone. So we recommend it's that. It's a win-win. Win-win. Body massages. Number two, I know we already did an episode on toys. And we didn't have toys for years and years and years. 
And we only have a couple. But. But they're definitely game changers. Like, I. Game changers. They totally are. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Just how much they can help with the foreplay and Mm -hmm. the sexual intimacy, right? And we don't. We actually use the toys probably more so in the foreplay aspect than the sex aspect, right? Just to get heated up, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, like, not always, but honestly, like, that that is designed probably more for the foreplay, at least for our relationship. And we have, we've tried different stuff. We put in our shop the best one we've ever used. And we're not telling you, you have to go buy it from us. Like, I don't care where you go buy it from. Mm-hmm. Like, this literally can be a game changer and lifesaver for a lot of marriages out there. I wish someone would have us, gave us one on our honeymoon. That would for have sure. saved years of you having an orgasm and me not. And that pressure that you felt like, yeah. why aren't you being pleased too? Like, how do I help you? And then sometimes it gets in your mindset because it's taking too long. Or you're trying too hard. Or he's already finished. Or... There's just a lot of things that play into that. Yeah, this takes all pressure away because I know that, okay, for some reason we're not in sync that night and, and I ha- it happens for me before her. I have a backup plan that I know can immediately take care of her. And when I mean immediately, like less than a minute, right? Well, and so what I want to say, because we're talking about foreplay, and I know that we've already talked about toys, but... There's something about a toy that works for you that can take you... Sometimes it has to start physically. So if your mind is not there and you're just like, I can't get in the mood. I just have all these things on my plate. I can't turn my brain off. I can't focus on this. Sometimes for me, pulling that toy out physically arouses and then all of a sudden your mind jumps on board. Because you're like, that feels so good. And then your mind switches completely to the foreplay. And I'm just saying, like, that's a mindset. I was willing to pull out the toy, right? Yeah. Let the toy work and let that pull my mind into the foreplay. Like, sometimes that works. Wonders. And I I think there's a kind of a mindset or... I mean, I were talking about this earlier that I I think toys used to be looked at like, oh, only... Only people that are like into crazy stuff or disgusting or gross, you know, only those types of people use toys. I think that used to be the mindset. And I'll be honest with you, that's how I used to look at it, right? Oh, you're using toys, you're kind of gross. I never thought that. I just thought that they would be used more like on a personal basis. And I was against that because I was like, I want all sexual intimacy in our marriage to be together. So I thought toys were going to replace that. But if you implement them together, they don't have to replace anything it's just an aid it's a help yeah and i think there are a lot of toys that are designed just to be gross and just it's all about one thing you know but i think there's some really really good ones out there like the one we've we've Mm -hmm. used and recommended that are are a phenomenal thing they can be literally be a life changer a game changer for a marriage because they do work so good so my i you know, I look at it now as like this really enhances our lovemaking. Absolutely. It's able to put mm-hmm. you in the mood quickly um, if needed. Mm-hmm. And it's great. It's a great foreplay tool. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, I think, like I said, now I look at it a totally different way. If you need more um, tips on 
our, like, just how we feel about toys or whatever, um, go check out that podcast episode. I don't remember which one it is. It's a, it's a ways back. But my next thing I wanted to say is how important lubricant is. You gotta have lube. Um, let's see. First off, I told Nick like a couple years ago, can you just start with the lube? Then I don't have to worry about if my body's not naturally lubricating or it just gets me naturally lubricating faster because it feels better with the lube. Just start with the lube. Don't wait till it's not working and you're like, oh, I guess we need some lube. Foreplay can begin with some lube or some massage oil. There's massage oils that we love that do both purposes. Can't get better than that. Yeah, we right? don't even we don't even start making love without the lube. Lube's awesome. Like it's good for both people. So I just highly recommend that. Yeah, and, and the coconut the coconut lube is amazing. Or just yeah, totally amazing. And I also wanted to say about lube is. I thought, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm in my 40s now. And so your body changes. You're in your 40s? Oh, no I know. way. I know. You have the, I know. We have people asking if you're my daughter. <laughs> How is that possible? Well, yesterday we told me we looked alike. Mm-hmm. Um, in your, your body changes. It's important to remember that a woman's body changes after having kids, Getting in your 40s, a lot of people say menopause just kills it. I'm not quite there. We are going to do an episode on that soon. But just pull out the lube and don't worry about being dry. You won't have to even stress about it. It's all about being prepared. Being prepared. We're jumping to the next one. Playing a game. You want to hit that one? Um, I think people know how we feel about playing games. I mean, we designed an app that's... uh, Quite a few people are using. Has a bunch of games. Like more than a half a million. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think playing games is is a great thing. It, it definitely makes things fun and exciting. We've talked about this before. One of the things I love about the game the most is actually the build up and the foreplay. Like mm-hmm. the first time we played our own game, like <laughs> it was incredible. It was it was incredible. I remember both of us are like. Wow, we've never experienced lovemaking like that. That's because the game helps with edging. It like gets you so turned on to that point and then it pulls you back and you're like, nope, not yet. And then you do something else and you get to that point and then you pull back. And instead of just like uh, it happening too fast, that foreplay really builds up. Yeah, like to a, to a point where you're both just going to explode. This is amazing. Okay, so we are not trying to just say go get our app, but the truth or game, truth or dare game on our app is awesome for play. Yeah, if you're listening to our podcast, chances are you probably, you probably have already have the app. But if you don't, go to ultimateintimacy.com and you won't regret it. There's like hundreds of things that will benefit your marriage. Um, as not a, even as just, a guy said, he said, I'm going to be paying for this app the rest of my life with a big smiley face. <laughs> We got lots of those. <laughs> Anything that strengthens your marriage, heck yeah. He was saying that in a good way. He's like, oh man, this thing's amazing. Am- yes. Amazing. I have to agree. We have some more amazing things coming out soon too. Even, even if you're not playing the app, me and Nick used to, when we, like a couple years into marriage, we're like, let's do something fun. We would pull out board games or card games. I would always win. 
I know. I was just going to say, we're talking about the ones where you cheated, right? I didn't. No, I did. I only cheated once and I felt so bad after, after my back massage that I admitted it. But playing a game and just being like, okay, winner gets to pick the position tonight or winner gets a back, a back massage tonight or winner I lost, gets to pick whatever you want tonight. I literally lost 95% of the time. It was awesome. But, I, got a back but massage. I really didn't lose. I was also winning at the you same were also time. Winning. But I lost the game. Losing and winning. Yeah. It was a lose win. Anyways, play games and make it fun. Make it fun. The next thing I want to mention is talking dirty. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I don't know how to do it either. Like We don't do it. We're just gonna flat we out don't. admit it. We don't. We don't. We don't talk dirty. Talking dirty to us is like Hey, you want to make love to me? Babe, you're amazing. You rock my world. (laughs) Can I touch your body tonight? (laughs) So the other day, we were on a walk. It was like a couple of months ago, I guess. And I don't even remember where it came from. We must have like saw a post or something that someone had posted about talking dirty and what it does to foreplay. And I was like, I looked at Nick and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, that's not natural to me. And I don't think I will ever be doing that. And he's like, no, you looked at me and I thought you'd be like, yeah, it's fine. And you're like, I wish you would. (laughs) Right? Do you remember that? Well, yeah, I I was just teasing. I know you were. But I was like, okay, what would you like me to say to you? And he's like, I would like you to tell me what you're going to do to me that night. And I was like, oh, Okay, so for someone who's like, hmm, you have to really put some effort into getting me in the mood. That doesn't come natural. Initiating doesn't come natural. You all know that if you listen to us. I was like, okay, I'm going to text him something today that's going to really make his day. (laughs) And it was probably the stupidest thing ever, but you loved it. Oh, it drove me crazy, yeah. Oh, my, the rest of my work day was... uh... (laughs) About as productive as... Yeah. I was just like, all right, just get through the day. And I probably only said, I can't wait to touch your whole body tonight. Like, it was something that was like... <laughs> to me, that's talking dirty. Like, I, I almost think it'd be uh, weird if Amy started talking dirty to me. I'd be like, what? Who what? Is this? I mean, Who is this person? Not, not saying I wouldn't like it, but I, it would be... We just don't do it. Okay, we, don't, we just don't do it. But if you're into that, or if your spouse is... Ha- go have that conversation. Be just like, do it respectfully. Do it, yeah, stay respectful. I don't, like the, I don't like the word dirty. So I would call this talking... Erotically. Sexually. Or romantically, if, if your wife prefers that. Or however you want to say it. I don't like dirty. I don't like anything dirty. Okay. I was gonna say the way I the way I talk dirty to you is is romantic. Not, I I sent Amy a text uh, that looked like a doctor's appointment. Oh, that was awesome! <laughs> oh, I should have pulled that <laughs> up and read it. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> He's like, you have a doctor's appointment. It looked like a legit appointment. I copied a doctor's appointment that she had gotten from a, a real doctor and copied the same format in a text. It was awesome. And, and wrote that. And he put in it like appointment for full body massage and love making at this amount of time please reserve your or confirm your appointment whatever it was so cute it was so cute <laughs> and she did show up for appointment i did she, what, she was not late she didn't that's cancel. the kind of appointment i want to go to <laughs> oh wow um just to add really quickly texting love notes there's lots of ways to talk what did you call it 
sexually, erotically, yeah, erotically. <laughs> to your spouse. Keep so I think I think a good thing to know too is like what works for foreplay for one couple might not work for another couple. Absolutely. That's why it's so important to know your love language and you know different things about each other because just because a certain technique works really good for Amy and I doesn't yeah. mean it's just going to work across the board. So sure. kind of talk about it and kind of figure out what uh, what kind of foreplay techniques, um, what kind of flirting, you know, what kind of things uh, do you do you guys like as a couple and what works for you? Absolutely. That kind of sounded like an ending, but we're not even halfway done. No, I no. I, so totally. important to communicate about these things. Okay, the next one I have is showering together. I like this. I like this one. I know you do. Amy and I, I like not too. not as much anymore. Uh, we still do a little bit, but uh, for the past couple months, we've just our schedules have been different. Well, it's because busy. I've been like soaking in the tub because I'm freezing all the time. But but we we used to take showers every single night together, and most of the time it did not. It was not sexual. And in was, sex, yeah. but sometimes it did. I mean, but showering together, taking a bath together is a great way just to connect and, and a great way to lead to foreplay. And talk and touch and see each other's naked bodies. Um, okay, the next one, I'm going to read it and then we're going to tell you how we feel about it, okay? Because a lot of people, episodes, podcasters, bloggers, whatever, say that this is really good for your marriage. And we're not saying that if you do this, that's not okay. This is something that is up to every couple individually. What works for you might not work for us. What works for us might not work for you. Number six is role play and bondage. We're not into that. I don't know how else to say it. Never tried it. Never going to. That's weird to us. But again, that's just how we feel. But again, that's just for us. And the that's only, just for us. The only reason we feel this way is we feel like if we have to act like someone else to turn our spouse on, or we have to pretend, pretend. somewhere someone else, or our spouse has to envision uh, envision you as someone else, that's probably not a healthy. Probably not a great thing, right? And I just want to picture my husband being who he is because I love him for who he is. And, and then you I th- feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, and then I think with bondage, I don't know. There's just something about, especially especially nowadays with all the, just the crap wow. and garbage and things going on in the world. Like bondage to me is almost, I don't know. It just feels like a little bit like sick too or much. like too much like your... Even if even if you both agree to it, it, I don't know. For me, it just feels like something maybe a little bit too far. But again, that's just me. That doesn't mean. Uh, it doesn't mean we're saying. Yeah, that, no. No, by no means are we saying that it's right or wrong. We're just saying in our marriage, um, you know, that's just not I think something we're people, interested in. I think that I think that people see things, watch things, read things that can kind of get you into that kind of stuff, and we just don't. Put any of that into our lives. So I th- I think one of we're the re- not even going to go there. Well, and I think one of the reasons, too, is we look at sexual intimacy as a very special thing. A way to spiritual. connect. A way to grow closer. We look at it as a spiritual thing. And I think for us, when you move out of that and you go to another level to where sex just becomes about 
more about getting off or the arousal part and it starts moving towards just being sex for the pleasure part, then I think you're getting away from the whole purpose of making love, which is to connect as a couple, grow closer together, be vulnerable with each other. And so anyways, that's kind of, I just try to say, okay, under falling under these parameters, um, here's what we can do in these parameters or this, Mm -hmm. this place and then some of some there's obviously things that get outside that parameter, which kind of get to me more in a gray or, or yeah. mm-hmm. black area, so to you know, dark area, so to speak. And everyone's areas are different. So like we said, just because we're not into certain things doesn't mean that we're saying that you can't do certain things. So, but I think going back, we did an episode what's okay and what's not okay in the marriage bed. I think you really, for as a couple, should take a look and say, ask that question. What like we asked back then? Does it bring you? closer together as a couple or or not you know nothing and nothing question. should ever be pushed on somebody if someone doesn't feel comfortable with something or even just that's not in their i i just don't think anything should ever be pushed like For sure. everything should be talked and mutually agreed to yeah we actually we actually get a lot of messages and say well my spouse i really want to do this and my spouse doesn't want to do this she she or he feels uncomfortable well, and, you don't want your spouse to be all uncomfortable. And, and they say, what should I do? How can I get them to want to do this? And <laughs> I'm thinking, well, number one, if they're if they're feeling uncomfortable, I think that... Why would you want your spouse to do something they're not comfortable with? Yeah. That's like, my question. It really shouldn't go beyond that, right? Or you, or you discuss why it's uncomfortable. And, and I think that's important, too, because a lot of people are like, I don't want to try that. Because they've been taught that everything's bad. And that's a fine line, too, because not everything is bad. There's... There's a lot of fun positions to try and things to do to spice up your marriage. And, and sometimes you're like, okay, let's try something. I didn't feel comfortable with that. That's that's where you get to the point of it's all about communicating together. Yeah. Right? Yep. Right? Okay. Which kind of jumped us into the next one is just to talk about everything. Talk about everything. What feels good? What doesn't feel good? What you like? What you're comfortable with? What brings you closer together? Like Nick just said, that's key in our marriage. As long as we're doing something, we want to make sure we're both feeling like whatever it is, it's bringing us closer together as a couple, more united, more spiritual. That's how we look at everything, right? One of the things we do in our marriage, and I ask Amy all the time, like, what what do you want tonight? What feels good tonight? What's... What are you desiring tonight? Are you desiring a long foreplay with a back rub and this and that? Or you are you, are you, <laughs> yeah, like what, what are you designer tonight? Mm-hmm. And she asked me a lot that, and we always talk back and forth about, um, I guess, how we're feeling in, at that time. Absolutely. That's what I think that's important takes. to do. Mm-hmm. The next one is building up anticipation. And I think that goes along with, Romantic texting, sexual texting during the day. Um, just building that up and like being prepared for foreplay, which starts in your mind. Once again, it's kind of a repeat, but yeah, and certainly. Not, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, there's we were you've listened to our podcast, you know that we used to be against scheduling sex because we're like, what? It should be spontaneous. Now we're totally, totally for it. Totally for it because in the morning Nick's like can we just make love tonight can we please just make love tonight I just want to connect with you like that tonight and as long as you know it just takes yes you know what that he really needs that and that anticipation builds all day long for both of us for sure and it doesn't mean that oh it's 701 we're gonna 
make love. It, what it means is when we say scheduling sex, you know, means this evening or tomorrow or, or after date night or on it, our vacation. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But it does. It gives that time for both of you to get not only in the mood mentally, but also prepared physically. For sure. The next one on my list is lingerie. Yep. I am guilty that we don't use it a lot. Our stage of life is like just kind of insane right now. Teenagers late. I don't know. I Nick loves it. I feel sexy when you put it on. It's not just for men. Like I used to have issues with that. I'm like, I th- it's all for you. You're just visual. You just love it. But like honestly, it does something when you put it on as a woman and you get out of that mom mode and you kind of feel sexy and beautiful in it because hopefully you're buying a piece that makes you feel beautiful because that's what it's for. And well, it's awesome, like to get in that mindset and I feel think, like that. I think there's something about it too that makes the foreplay last longer, right? Instead of just being Whipping naked, it off. <laughs> instead of being naked and fully ready, so to speak, like with the lingerie on, I feel like when Amy wears lingerie, the foreplay's a lot longer. The anticipation, the build up is, you know, because I wanna, I wanna look at her and and touch her and yeah. And when you got clothes on, you usually just kind of rip them off. Yeah, for sure. Everyone's so yeah, I, I, mean, that, right? I, I love lingerie and I think because most men are very visual, but like, I love the point that you brought up is for a lot of women, they, they feel sexy in lingerie. I hope you feel sexy because your husband loves you for who you are. You don't have to have a certain body type. You don't have to look a certain way. We love mentionables lingerie because there's no models. You can go pick the lingerie. A husband you're can, not a husband can go on there and you're not looking at Anyone women else. in lingerie. You're looking at just lingerie. So it's a really good place. We love we love their company and their motto is that women should feel beautiful in lingerie and that lingerie is technically for women and what a great what a great thing. Fully support them. So and I was gonna say with lingerie, a great um, foreplay tip or initiating tip for women is just to lace them out. Put it where your husband's going to see it. Like, I'm going to put this on for you later tonight. I wish more husband, more wives would realize, like, what that means to their husband. Just that they desire them and want to do that for them. And they know they're visual and that they love that. And, yeah, for Valentine's you know, Day, Amy just put it on the bed and I like, went in there and present. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, awesome, sweet. Here's like, your present. Oh, uh, you're getting some. Um, the next one I have on my list for foreplay tips is not to focus just on the foreplay, but to focus on the afterplay. You thought of that one, and I suck at this one. Amy, <laughs> Amy and I are probably a little opposite. I'm maybe more like a woman because um, I like after we make love, I like to cuddle and talk, and and Amy's just like, all right, good night. If if we if we smoked, Amy would be the one that rolled over and has a cigarette and goes to bed. Except for that we don't. That's gross. But no, but you know what I'm saying. So it's uh, it's kind of funny in our relationship because it's kind of swapped. Like I'm I'm more probably like the woman and he's yeah, like, so. let's cuddle and talk, and I'm like, tired, dude, go to bed. <laughs> I love you. I just showed you. Good night. No, I try to do good at that. I try to do good at that. I think no, it's, it's just the stage of life because, like, I'm exhausted by night, and I'm like, that was awesome, but I'm super tired now. I'm yeah, out. it's it's funny. I think <laughs> Amy jokes all the time. They're like, oh, you're you're sometimes well, more like the woman. You need talking and... 
Oh my gosh. Well, it's funny because we work all day together and I'm like, you want to talk more? Are you serious? <laughs> Have we not talked enough today? No. That's funny. I think it's really important to not just roll over and that after play and that connection time. Foreplay is all about connecting together and after play should be about connecting too. Like it's all just the foreplay is the dessert and the after You missed. Dessert. You missed the best foreplay option on the whole on the whole thing. What? I I was done with my list. Brand. We're branding it. N-M-N. Oh, of course you were going to say that. Now, we've talked about this before, but Naked Movie Night. There is nothing better or more enjoyable than Naked Movie Night. Unless. A, at least. Unless you're the wife that's really into the movie. And you're like, can true. you please just let me watch the movie for that's five true. minutes? That's true. Yeah, that's true. I, I guess. Find a movie that you like but don't like. Haven't seen it or super into, maybe. <laughs> you might have to pause the movie halfway through. We have had to do that. Maybe for those who don't know about it. So, naked movie night is pretty self-explanatory. Turn on a movie, both get naked, lock both your cuddle, door. Both cuddle, watch the movie. Cuddle each other, spoon a little, touch each other. Not too much. Trying oh, to make it through the movie, just, but it's... You might have to pick a shorter movie. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to make foreplay fun. And the entire point of this podcast is that foreplay, I think it was Laura Brotherson that said foreplay should be the dessert of married life. Or I'm sorry, I just like totally botched that. But it really should be like the exciting dessert of married life is like that connection and that fun, that bedroom fun and that intimacy. Well, and I think we've evolved a lot in our marriage. And I honestly can say that like foreplay is... I, I get so excited about foreplay. And to me, the foreplay is often even more enjoyable than the sexual intimacy. Like, it really is. And um, so I, I think if you can, like I said, like we talked about, get the right mindset and find something that works for you both. Foreplay can be just an amazing thing for both of you. And I just want to add that um, it's really important to address uncomfortable things, address things that you love, keep your conversations about foreplay positive, pos positive, positive, positive. You know, it should be something where you can be vulnerable talking about and expressing and for sure. just keep the conversation happy and listen to each other, communication in all things, especially this area. And yeah, enjoy each other. Marriage is supposed to be... I'm so tired of, like, getting on social media and everyone just rags on marriage. Like... Rags on foreplay and says, if you're not in the mood, you shouldn't You shouldn't be coercing your spouse to have sex if they're not in the mood. Dude, just go get your spouse in the mood. That's what's fun about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Get, go put your spouse in the mood. So we're here saying the world is telling you to forget about foreplay. And we are saying... Make more of a focus on foreplay. Have more foreplay. Have more foreplay. It'll it'll change your marriage. Have more foreplay. I'm ending with that. I said it just abruptly like that. Make it fun. Have more foreplay. Focus on foreplay. And if you're like, I don't have time for foreplay. Yes, you make do. Time. Yes, you do. You make time for the things that are important in your life. And that I, should be your spouse, and that should be your intimate life. If you want a happy marriage, you make time for those things. Uh, I, right? Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. perfect said. Hope you liked it. 
So we hope, I guess we're done. So I hope you like this podcast. Um, Go check out our shop if you want the vibrator of all vibrators. It's it's not raunchy. It's totally. And it works. Oh my gosh, you didn't even share something. What? 20 years. We just, the other night, Nick took that vibrator and used it like all over. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, I don't know if that's TMI. Is that too much info? I don't think so. That vibrator, like, it's almost like a body massager. It's awesome. Awesome. Didn't even, oh uh, yeah, didn't even know it could work like that. And again, we don't care if you get it from us or not. We're all about helping marriages. If you're thinking about it, message us with any questions that you have. We're happy to, you know, share what we think. And like I said, it, it has been life-changing for us. I think it can be life-changing for a lot of marriages out there, especially for the spouses who have maybe have a hard time having an orgasm uh, for the women there. Um, it, it's awesome. I've tried several. It's my favorite one. Anyways, shop.ultimateintimacy.com if you need a good one or another toy or a bedroom game or a card deck. We got the stuff. We do. So signing off until next time. We hope you find ultimate intimacy in your relationship.